Still hungry today for a case that I was 60,000 cases ago. I mean, I remember my first names of cases. I still get excited, you know, and, and I think they get, I think so many of them, I bring in so much business that they're like, oh, I don't have to go hunt and fish. And I got to get them hungry and um, treat them like family. But at the same time, they got to be motivated. Welcome to the Tip to Skills podcast, where we discuss running and growing your law firm. I'm your host, Maria Monroy, president and co-founder of LawRank. This week, we have Daryl Isaacs, and he is joining us for a second time. Actually, Daryl was our second guest ever. So if you want to learn about how Daryl got started, I would suggest starting with episode number two. This time we talked about how he just went to the Jerry Spence ranch. So that was really, really cool. I really enjoyed learning a little bit more about that. We talked about AI because, you know, I feel like that's every other conversation nowadays. And we talked about his upcoming conference. And it is Brain Trust Legal Summit. I believe it's August 24th through August 26th. In Nashville. I've never been, so I'm actually super excited because I've never been to Nashville. He was kind enough to give all of our listeners a $500 off. Use code LAWRANK, all caps, L-A-W-R-A-N-K. We will also include that in the show notes. I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. Well, welcome back. Very few people make it back. You should feel special. Uh, <laughs> you always make me feel special. Oh, I'm happy to hear all right, so to the man that needs no introduction, Daryl Isaacs, a.k.a. The I know there's people that don't know me. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, especially now that you have your own conference and the masterminds and you speak at conferences, I feel like everybody knows who you are at this point. Um, so if you want to, on, on the off chance that you don't know who Daryl is, he was my second ever guest, um, and during that episode, we talked about how he got started and all of that good stuff. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I suggest you start there. We'll, we will link it in the <clears throat> show notes. Um, but for today's conversation, I kind of want to focus on what is new, what have you learned the past year? Um, I know you were at this, what's it called, the Spencer or Spencer method? The Jerry Spence method. I, yeah, I went to the three-week trial college, and uh, it was a fabulous experience. Wow. Um, Tell us about it. So um, it's, you know, Jerry Spence, I see why they say he's the greatest trial lawyer ever. Um, he just came up with this method, and it's just, it's easy to follow, and um, it's different. You don't have to be, most attorneys, I mean, we learned this in law school. We're combative. We're, you know, we want to, you know, we want to go into combat. No. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's a more, listen, let's just be real, be yourself, be vulnerable, be emotional, come from a place of love. And um, I, I loved it. I, I probably was the weird one. Every day, three weeks, I didn't want it to end. I wish they did five weeks like in the old days. But, um, and it was in a beautiful serenity place, gorgeous mountains. Um, they limit you on your Wi-Fi, so you're engaged. That was my but, next um, question. Do you have cell phone service? <laughs> Not where we stayed, but they gave us three times a day. You had like an hour break, 
and you could drive about five, 10 minutes to the top of the mountain. And I did that. I mean, I checked in, but I, I know, and I'm, I'm one of those that's on my phone 18 hours a day and I welcomed it after about the third day. I thought this is really nice. This is what life used to be like before cell phones. And that's so probably it, why they shortened it to three weeks though, because I think it's so tough for people now. Yeah, it, it, it's hard. I mean, it, you know, there were some that struggled, but, um, and it was great. We all, we all came as individuals. We left as brothers and sisters and we're, you know, it's just, it, it's really a unity and they teach a team, but you know, there's so many great trial lawyers out there and everybody's got to do what they're comfortable with. Um, I just thought that this was something I wish I did it 20 years ago, but it's really a great, it's a great experience. I think every attorney should try it. That wants to try cases. Got it. Um, and excuse my ignorance, but you don't go to trial anymore, right? Well, I'm going to. I haven't tried a case in 20 years, but that's why I went for a refresher. I'm going to start wow. trying cases again. I no. miss trying cases. My career started as a trial attorney. It's going to end as a trial attorney. That is so exciting. I didn't know this. I used to try. Yeah, I my first two years out, I had 80 in litigation. I was well. No, no, no. I knew you used to, but crazy. I didn't know. But I, I mean, when I actually I started '92, um, and then '96 I went on TV, and within six months I had 1,500 new cases. I was going crazy, so I started hiring attorneys and just trained them. And you know, our firm does a ton of litigation, but I want to get back into it. So I'm trying to take me out of the day-to-day -day operations, and uh, I can go start, you know, working with some of our attorneys and track cases again. That's amazing. Congrats. Um, that's Thank really you. exciting. So tell me, and I don't know if you're allowed to share this or not, but what was like the structured, like, what did you do during those three weeks? Like what did the, Oh, each day like? they, you know, you, you, you know, each day you, um, you get up at nine, we went nine to 12, then we had a two hour break and then we went two to five and then we had a two hour break and then we went seven to nine or 10. And, uh, you know, they worked on everything. They worked on ourselves. They worked on every part of the trial. You know, opening, closing, cross, storytelling, direct. Um, we did a lot of cycle drama, which is so cool. Non-attorneys do cycle drama. My whole life cycle drama. I would, I loved it. I, I thought, man, this is so cool. Uh, so. Tell us a little bit about that. That was my next question because I've heard from. Um, I think it was Joe Freed. I think Joey Lowe has done it. Yeah. Um, Dan Ambrose. Joey Lowe. Joey Lowe's running it now. Right. Right. And, um, you know, soft cycle drama is, is you, you, you know, it just gets you back to, you know, everybody's got issues. We all got baggage and sometimes cycle drama helps you deal with your past. And, um, for me, I'll just say my experience was I had some issues that were un, undone and I got to, do cycle drama and I got to confront them and face them and deal with them. And then it, it just makes me a better person. So everybody's cycle drama is totally different. It's up to them, but I can only spirit speak for me. It was a eye-opening experience. Um, what, what is psycho drama? Like, how does it work? Um, I can't give you exact definitions, but psycho drama is, you have role reversal and, you know, like, uh, for me, I had mom issues. So they had people, someone would <laughs> play my all. mom. Yeah. Well, we all have baggage. 
But, um, yeah, I didn't get to say goodbye to my mom when she died. And, um, you know, I just had some issues. And so you go and you stage, the, you set a scene and it's safe. Everybody, no one judges you. And you have different people playing different parts and you confront it. And um, you, I was very emotional. It, it was just, you know, I mean, the greatest human emotion is love. And I think we all aspire to have it, but some of us sometimes don't recognize it. And um, it's just, it's a gift. And I think they gave me this gift. They gave me a second chance to go in and work on stuff that probably never would have done if they didn't say, hey, we're going to do this. So they challenge you. The, the thing I tell everybody if they ask what it's like at the Jerry Spence College, you get comfortable being uncomfortable. <laughs> That's, you know. But you there, there are courses, there are psychodramatists all over the country and I want to go do something that's not law related. Um, a lot of lawyers, you know, become good in psychodrama. And so I want to learn more about it because we were exposed to three days and, you know, I want to go and uh, learn more. It was just, it was really good. Yeah. I've heard some crazy stuff comes out during it. <laughs> um, but you know, they, they, Nothing is dangerous, and um, everybody's safe. I mean, it, well, yeah, you know. it's not like you're doing know, ay ayahuasca or anything like that. Yeah, no, no. Which I really want to try, by the way. I, well, I think you should try psychodrama, and and I'll tell you what. At some point, I'm going to research and find out where they are. They're all over the country. I'll share it with you in case you ever want to try it. No, I definitely want to try it. So many people have told me about it. Everybody has done it at Jerry Spence. That's how I knew about it. Um, right. It, it also kind of reminded me of like, uh, what's it called? Family constellations. It's like very similar where like yeah, people yeah, yeah. I play like that. a role um, and like all of your issues come out, which I think is good because how do you get past them? You know, like if they don't come out. Oh my gosh. I don't, I mean, I'm not, gosh, I got a thousand issues. So don't we all? for me, it was great. <laughs> that, that's good. Some people don't want to deal with their issues. So I know, um, I know I, was, I didn't for a long time, but. They uh, showed me, and I thought I gotta jump in, and I, I felt like there was every day there was fires, and I ran right into it. I think that's like the best way to do things, you know, right. just like face it, you know, right head on. All right, so now since the last time we spoke, um, besides now going back into trial, which is super cool, what else are you working on, or what have you learned? I know you're working with so many law firms through your mastermind. Um, have you noticed any, like, anything that keeps popping up that you think yes. all lawyers... Okay, what? AI. Ooh. And I don't know anything about it. It's going <laughs> to change everybody's world. It's going to make us better, more efficient. But it's also going to eliminate jobs. So, um, I know I, I was telling I was on a coaching call today with one of my mastermind groups. And everybody's scared to death of AI. And I thought... The one, the one person AI can never replace is a trial because AI has no human emotion. So that's why I'm telling everybody in our groups, you got to start trying cases because we got a lot of firms that don't try cases in our groups. Some do very well. Some just won't do it. And, um, but we are going to where every employee is going to have like Microsoft AI or whatever. I don't even understand what it is, but you, you know, AI, like my brother was showing me. He worked on a project that would have taken him 10 hours and because of AI, it took him 45 minutes. But wow. as an attorney, 
you can't quote it because I don't know how good the sources are. Well, you so, saw the lawyer that got in trouble. Yes. That's why I say I'm giving a disclaimer. Do not just do AI and go into court and file some motion without documenting and verifying your sources. Well, it's crazy because I was on a call with a law firm the other day, three partners, all trial lawyers, awful. Oh, and I'm sorry because one of them listens to this. I'm sorry. Awful business name. I just I did not like it. I was like, <laughs> we need a new name. And they were like, you have no idea how difficult it was for the three of us to agree on this name. And the night before, I had just upgraded to the ChatGPT. So I was like, well, I have an idea. Let's go to ChatGPT. So I go to ChatGPT and I put in three serious trial lawyers from such state, um, one word, because I want the next three words to be personal injury lawyers, um, give me some ideas. So literally it spits out 10 names. One of them was amazing. Like I can't say okay. it because we're working on a trademark, sure. but we could not believe it. We were like, they went in, bought the URL on that instance, all three agreed on the name, literally, this took a minute. Right. And they probably saved 10 grand an agency or like going to a, a company that's going to rebrand. Because, you know, you used to be able to do stuff like that with like 99 designs. Mm -hmm. You know, you get, you know, but yeah. no, I, it's, it's. Well, no, I, I build the them 10 grand for that. No, I'm oh. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Daryl. <laughs> Good for you. No, I wish. I was like, hey, you guys. No, but I know I know a lawyer that used to be in my group and he paid a company 10 grand to rebrand. And I love his brand. It, I mean, I would have paid 10 grand for it. But you just went on ChatGPT, whatever it's called. You said you got it one time. Didn't cost you anything except your time, which I know is valuable. But and you love the name. So that's what our new world's coming to. No, the name is so good. It could be like a national like it was a. We, we were blown away. We couldn't believe it. We couldn't believe it wasn't taken because right. it was, there was some cleverness in there. Um, so like it took two words and like combined them into one, but shortened the letters. Right. So right. it was, there was like an overlap. Um, we loved it. We were very excited. So I agree. I don't think that people should be afraid of it. It's like, how can you utilize it? And, I mean, well, be think smart. of this. Think of this, Maria. What What is everybody afraid of? Change? It's because they don't yes. understand it. Correct. It's not comfortable. Um, and this world is changing daily. I like so, change. I'm, I'm going through it at work. I'm not sure everybody likes what I've done, but I came back and we've made some major changes. What did you do? Well, my, we're... we're my love of my life, my office manager for 21 years is officially retiring. She's going to be 70. Oh, wow. And uh, sadly, um, the longest employee I had, David, was our maintenance guy. And he was a Vietnam vet. When he died earlier in the year, it just crushed her because they've been together forever. They're not, I mean, they're not romantic. I mean, they've just, they've been work buddies for 30 years. Or well, I'm sorry, Dave's been with me 30. She's been with me 21 so I'm just going, you know, she's retiring and I've just decided I'm going in a new direction. So, um, but I'm just, you know, it's, it's a changed world and we've done everything for 20 years and I can't keep doing it. It's funny. I, I go and I coach these firms and I tell everybody what to do. And then I looked in the mirror and I'm like, I'm not doing what I'm telling everybody. So I'm making some big changes. The biggest change is I'm taking myself out of the day to day. I'm going to name somebody that's going to start running the firm. 
because I want to go try pieces. I want to travel. I want to coach. I want to help. I've made a commitment to help a lot of law firms, and I'm working on something else that um, has presented itself after my thing in August. I think I've got a way that I'm going to partner with someone that can help every firm in America. So someone approached me, and I never thought of it, but I'm honored they did. So it's cool. So I want to give back. I mean, I've really achieved, I mean, you know, I've built this farm. We've done 2 billion. I don't, I don't want to be the largest, the biggest, the baddest. I just, I want to help lawyers. I don't know why it's my passion, but that's what I want to do. I mean, but you are, you definitely are helping (laughs) lawyers. And, and, you know, like today, I mean, you know, I had a couple of your clients on our coaching thing, but one of them is killing it. And he's such a fabulous attorney. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just sitting there thinking, gosh, he's really good. He doesn't have confidence, but you know, you know that some of your clients, they're great, they're great law firms and they're, they're getting all this new business and they just don't think much of themselves. And I'm like, man, you all are killing it. You, you need to look in the mirror and say, wow, I'm doing something really good. So anyway, we're, we're just, you know, we're going through, it's just hard because really in the history of my firm, I've only had two two office managers really to speak of because I had one intern for like six months and that was a fiasco. So in 30 years, I've had two people. So many people are having issues like keeping their employees. Um, yes. and, yet, and yet you've created a culture where you have employees that have been with you for so long. Uh, what do you attribute that to? I treat them like family. Okay, there's pros and cons. So a year ago when I came on the show or whenever I did, I used to be anti-working remote. I'm softening because I've got so many valuable employees that are like in Florida, Columbia, everywhere. I'm changing my stance on that. But if you treat them like family, they will stay forever. The only downside is some of them get complacent very easy. So getting them motivated is challenging. Um, I mean, I got so many attorneys been with me 20 plus years and I'm like, guys and girls, you know, we, you know, we still got to be as, I'm still hungry today for a case that I was 60,000 cases ago. I mean, I remember my first names of cases. I still get excited, you know, and, and I think they get, I think so many of them, I bring in so much business that they're like, Oh, I don't have to go hunt and fish. And I got to get them hungry and um, treat them like family. But at the same time, they got to be motivated. And, you know, how do you how do you keep them motivated? Like, how do you make them hungry? I just think you got to keep it real. You know, I'm honest with people. You know, there's some years we didn't do as well. There's other years we were, you know, we couldn't handle the business. Right now, we, we are getting so much business. We're not adequately moving cases. We're not doing things we need to do. So I pretty much have told everybody, you know, everybody's going to basically reapply for their jobs. I'm not saying submit an application. I'm saying we're going through and we're going to, I think we got some seats. We got people on the bus in the wrong seats. So we're going to move some people around. And I don't think some are going to like it. I think some are going to thrive. But I, I just think every now and then, if you get real stale and complacent and you're not growing, I think you got to... Um, you just got to, you got to change things up. But um, I do think 
one thing I've never been big on and I'm going to do is you got to give them goals and you got to hold them accountable. I think accountability is the best thing you can do. I talk to so many law firms, their culture is a hundred times better than mine. And the difference is they're holding them accountable and I haven't been. So I'm bringing back accountability. We're also going to give everybody written job descriptions, what their job description is, what we expect from them. And then if they choose to stay, then great. If they you know, want me to help get in our job, I'll do that too. So we use a tool called Culture Amp. You should check it out. Culture Amp. Yes. Will Amp. you send that to me? I, I will. I will. We'll link it in the show notes too for everybody listening, but I'll send it to you, Daryl. Okay. Um, it's, it's somewhat aligned with EOS for those firms that run on EOS, um, but I don't think it's, it's not a part of EOS. And there are a couple others that are similar, but we like it because you basically, you have all the goals in there and then you do quarterly reviews through the app with them, but oh, also okay. you do surveys. So we're getting ready to do a survey. Oh, I didn't say that. We're going to do anonymously. We have a company. Yes. I don't want anybody to worry about. I'm not seeing it. We're not going back and looking at there. We're doing hundred percent anonymously. But we've decided we want to see where everybody is. We want to take their concerns. I mean, I know there's some people some, oh, I hate this place. And some say, I love it. I want them to tell us what they're looking for. And, and I want them to be honest. And then we'll take that into consideration. I love what you said. Um, okay. And maybe it just tells you in the platform. But it actually tells you all the things that are important for employees. And like one that I actually thought of when you talked about your office manager is do I have a best friend at work? Yeah. And I guess that's a really important thing to employees that and does my uh, employer care about my growth? Yes. So I, I actually, love both of those. There's, there's like 15 of them. So it gives you and then the surveys are based around these questions. So you can go in and like say, oh my God, we have a culture issue because everybody's voting on this one thing. Right. Right. So it's it's fascinating. I think you should check it out because once you guys implement it, you don't need to keep paying an agency. It, it's not the cheapest uh, tool, but I definitely think it's super worth it because you can do okay. you can do the write ups, you can do reviews, you can do the surveys, um, and they're anonymous. So you're getting all this feedback that is anonymous. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna yeah because I know we're sending out. I'm gonna check it out. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, Okay, what else are you noticing besides AI and people being afraid of AI? What is um, like a reoccurring theme from everyone that you coach? Everybody's worried about that they're, you know, safer cars are going to make less accidents. Um, but, you know, when airbags came out, it caused more problems. Um, the biggest thing I'm advising all the firms in our group is to, to diversify. And you can't just say, oh, I'm going to go throw money in mass torts. I mean, if you, like, like for us, we didn't take construction accident cases. Now we're taking them. I mean, we didn't used to take a lot of dog bite. Now we got hundreds of dog bites. I mean, we got thousands of truck cases. We, you know, five years ago, I had 15. You have to expand and you have to be open. And um, so I'm trying to get everybody not to be pigeonholed in just one area and they got to put themselves out there. You know, I, I said this, I think I'd say it every time. I don't like social media. I think it's the curse of the century. I think it's a bullying tool for young kids. But 
whether I like it or not, it's here to stay. And, you know, I, I, I used to tell everybody, but I know you know this answer, is who do you think the number one engine, search engine in the world is? And everybody said Google. It's not Google. It's TikTok. TikTok. And so, and now Facebook had all the old users, like over 65. Well, guess what? They're all coming to TikTok. Um, I mean, you know, whether they get shut down or not, and I know my state sued them. That's why they hate, well, I think TikTok doesn't like me anymore, but they don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> but Kentucky's attorney general sued them. But at the end of the day, I know you got kids, I got kids, whether we want to or not, they're living, they're growing up in a world with social media. So I think we need to educate our kids better. I think we need to educate us. And the lawyers that keep trying to educate, you, you would be blown away. On Today, I, I think there's 12 firms in this coaching group. And every one of them are doing social media now. When I started in January, only one was. And I keep telling them, I mean, you know, I did a three-month span test, and I got 14 wrongful death cases from TikTok. Do I like it? No. But it's a form of getting cases. So, um, you know, and the good thing about social media, if you want to find a positive, is it levels the playing field for a small firm versus a big firm like us who spend millions of dollars on TV. Guess what? They can go on social media and for a tenth of what I'm spending and get cases. And they don't have to go on TV. So, you know, they got to do, everybody's got to do internet. You don't have to do billboards, but you got to do, I think SEO, I think you got to do LSA. Thank you. You know, you don't think, you don't think SEO is dead? No, no. Are you kidding me? No, I mean, no, no. I know it's not. And I know you know <laughs> it's not. And so I'm being a brat, but I still get some people say that sometimes. And I'm like, okay. Well, how many of your clients that I know in my group think you get them lots of cases on SEO? They, it's not dead. Um, now, do people like it? No. And SEO is harder to measure, you know. I mean, LSA, you you know exactly what the cost is and when you get it and everything. But um, I don't know. And, you know, I just think social media is something we all have to, you know, accept and learn. And you don't have to like it, but you have to do it. I mean, you know, there's one law firm, and I won't say the name. But, but wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. Okay. I think certain lawyers are just really bad at it. Okay, but why are they bad at it? What's your opinion on the ones you know? What, what? Tell me one characteristic why they're bad at it. I think they're not energetic enough. Um, I think all of their posts are about PI and people don't really give a fuck. Like, you know, yep. like sprinkle it in with your real life and like what you're up to. Um, and I think they're not being authentic because they're nervous. Okay. You're, you're so spot on. I, I, I can't debate you. I can tell you this. First, foremost, do you know, you mentioned the number one mistake I tell people. Why do they go on social media and say they're a lawyer and they do PI cases? The worst thing you can do. Okay, here's how I link it. Imagine before COVID, the old days, when you go to a car dealer, you couldn't get out of the car where the salesmen were like piranhas. They met you at your door. I would tell them, let me get in the store. Let me get in and look at the cars and then I'll talk to you. PI attorneys make that mistake. I did it too. I did the first couple of weeks. I'm a PI lawyer, yada, yada, yada. It didn't work. It wasn't until I just said, screw it. I'm going to be myself. I'm going to be Daryl. And I didn't even, I don't even, for a while, I didn't even say I was a lawyer. 
In fact, so many of my following tell her about, a lot of people say, who is this guy? Oh, he's this famous PI lawyer. I don't say I'm a PI lawyer. They do. And so what I'm saying is the number one thing people want authentic, you mentioned authentic. That's the number one thing they can do. The second thing is don't talk as a lawyer. Talk as a human being, share human life experiences. I mean, for me, I mean, you know, I've got 2.5 million views on a crouton thing. And that my point is, it doesn't, you just, lawyers are boring people. You know, rock stars have all these followings. I mean, we don't, you know, we don't have a lot of following. We're not interesting. But our daily lives can be interesting. And you got to find out what resonates with people. But I agree 100% with what you said. Now, there are certain attorneys that don't photograph well, don't come across, don't communicate. In those rare examples, they're going to have to find somebody at their firm that can not even do it for them, but assist them. Like, if you notice a lot of my TikTok videos, Claudia is in a lot. Everybody loves us as a team. I don't think they like me by myself. I don't even think they like her by herself. They like a team. So that's what we do. Yeah, Jen does it too. So Alexa's in a lot of them. and Oh, yeah, yeah. Jen's a master. She's the one that got me on this. She's Jen's crazy good on social media. I mean, I she... We always and give her a shout out. It's so now. It's, you know, I mean, look, no one likes, look, I've shot a thousand plus commercials. I, I was terrible in the beginning. I may still be terrible, but I can do it now. When I first did videos, I didn't feel comfortable. TikTok, I hated it. But now, like today, I, I've, I've been gone three and a half weeks. So I spent about three hours with Claudia. We probably shot 30 videos today. In I mean, three and, hours? And all of it, huh? In three hours? Oh yeah. And that's because we had to drive different places. No script. That's amazing. She just went, you know, would sit there and ask me questions. I dropped something. I put on a shirt backwards. I mean, everything's a story. She just follows me. But, and then she talked me into going to fireworks to do a July 4th. And I ended up spending like 800 bucks on all this fireworks. I don't want to light it. So I'm sitting <laughs> there thinking, I got to give it to some people. And I'm hoping they don't blow their hands off. <laughs> Talk about a lawsuit. I know. Oh. I know. That's really funny. I mean, no, I agree with you. I just think that lawyers need to be honest in evaluating their own social media and say, is this entertaining? Is this helpful? Am I good at it? And if not, like, how do I get better at it um, than just posting for the sake of posting? Like, I see some videos that I just cringe. And I don't even right. know, like, I just think I, I would come across too bitchy being like, hey, by the way. You know, there's one attorney on the call that says, Daryl, I'm just not comfortable with it. I said, I know, but it gets, you will get comfortable. You, you just got to pretend, you know, for me, the easiest thing, this is the best advice I give. Just pretend you're talking to a family member, you know, just keep it real. You know, don't, I mean, I think it's fun personally. I just, I wish I was doing more. I just, you know, I think I need someone like you have that can like help me like right. do it. Like for me, most of my videos are like just part of podcasts, right? Um, like randomly I'll do like, you know, a random one. I can't come up with the ideas, but I can roll with them. You know, I can, you know, she can throw me a word and I can, okay, I can go with it. Yeah. That's my problem. I have a hard time coming up with ideas and like, well, guess that, what? Now you got AI. You I can know, I guess I could ask it. Yeah. You could, I, I bet if you, I bet you get a thousand ideas from AI. Yeah. I mean, I just think I don't want to deal with that. No, and back to like the 
like the whole part of being authentic, like my husband will come up with like these great ideas that would be hilarious, but it would require me to be something I'm not. So I'm like, I'm just not a silly person. Like how many times right. have you hung out with me, Daryl? Have I ever, ever come across to you like I'm silly? Like no. maybe sarcastic, right? Well, you're, you're, you're knowledgeable. You're genuine. You know, you, you, you know, you're not loud. You're not obnoxious. You're not like a lot of people that have. Or even just industry. silly. Like it's just right. not, I'm not silly. Like that's not how. So he comes up with all these like silly ideas. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like. Not Tell him happen. to do it. Tell him to be the he face is silly. That he wants to he, do it. He is silly. He would be great. Like, he was a stand-up right. comedian for, like... Okay, but let's go back to what... Well, let's talk a little bit about your conference. And why are you having it on my birthday? Is it, like, a birthday party for me? I didn't know it was your birthday. But I'll tell you this. The only reason I had to do it on that day... It's the only dates in the year they had available. You know, we switched it from Vegas to Nashville and we didn't think about getting dates. And when we started looking at like February, January, February, we had two dates. It was August. It was then. Um, and the hotel we got can't. I mean, there could be 600 people. I don't think it'll be 600. But um, last year there was about 450. But we can't have more than 600. But um, last year we had, I think, 50,000 square feet. I think this year we only got like 30,000. Which is still plenty, but um, it's the only time they could do it. And I didn't like the dates because I wanted to do it maybe the following week at the end of August because I don't know if people still will be taking kids to college or, you know, but I didn't have a choice, so I had to go with it. Yeah, um, it's like when school starts um, in a lot of states. No, I know. Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited about this conference. And the thing that's going to be different than last year is last year – you know, I'm just going to come out and say it. I asked a lot of attorneys, and a lot of them got up, and they, they sold their services. I'm not going to name who, but I, I want people to teach and educate. I want people to make everybody better instead of getting up and trying to sell them in their programs. And um, So this year, I'm getting a little different, and I'm having some different speakers. I'm having a few of the last year, but um, and I've listened, because initially, we were going to say, oh, let's build you to a billion-dollar firm, and so many attorneys said... I don't even do millions yet. And I right. thought, well, then, you know, you can't say, okay, I'm going to make you an Olympic swimmer if you don't know how to swim. So I started asking everybody, what do you want? What do you want now? I need to know how to get cases. So we're going to show them how we get cases, how you can data mine. Um, some wanted to know how to do some case management system. So like Andrew Fickelstein is the master at that. So he's going to be appearing on two different days, but inventory control um we're now going to make ai a big part of it because everybody doesn't understand it and even though i don't understand it i'm going to bring some experts in that do i think even and, up um, is going right i'm sorry even up is going oh yeah 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 no they're going to be a sponsor um but yeah i mean gosh they're killing it i mean i know it's uh, and i actually talked to ray before you called he called me and had a quick question um, so for I those of you like, that don't know, hold on, let's, Ray is one of the co-founders of Even Up. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, Ray is one of the co-founders of Even Up. It, listen, me talking to Ray, let me see if I can put this in perspective. Imagine I'm a Ford Pinto and he's a Lamborghini. I, I can't even understand his language, but what he dummies it down for me, because I tell everybody I'm average intelligence, Ray 
delivers it to me in a way I can understand maybe 1%. Um, but attorneys have to learn AI because it's, it's the cutting edge. And, and so, just to give, to give everyone context, um, what does EvenUp do? So EvenUp will come in and do your demands. It's really a cool service. Um, they will take your information. They will put it in a format where they can take all the medical bill codes. They can take reports. They can summarize. They can make these phenomenal demands. Like I used to send a one-page letter. Send me the money. And then we tried to write, you know, a couple pages. They can make it so good. I mean, it's almost like, where does this come from? And, you know, at the end of the day, you still got to have possibility to try a case if they don't give you full value. But we are starting to do it. We're starting to use companies to get our medical records. And, like, even up can get our demands. And even up um, will also tell you what they believe it's worth, right? Like they say they're like the anti Well, they, yeah, they, they, they use adjusters and they use people that have, know the Colossal system like Allstate and all these insurance companies. Um, yeah, they, 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 they can give you ranges and values. But, you know, I'm going to tell you something that we do and every firm should be doing it. And I didn't come up with this idea, but I think we've really perfected it. If you have more than one attorney working on a file, and unless you can train that attorney to think everything you, the owner, does, you need to have a committee. And every single case before they ever get value needs to be discussed in a committee setting. So my example is we used to have cases that maybe someone would settle for 150 grand. Well, what if that case could be worth two or 300 with the right circumstances? Not everyone. So we started putting it through a committee. And I think we've done over 500 now and all 500 have gotten met or exceeded the value we put on it like you know we, we have our trial attorneys well i could get this kind of verdict so anytime you can like and even up and all them anytime you can study trends like I'm, I'm i'm assuming with case management documentation like every adjuster you know if you have one adjuster you know what they pay i mean you can you got to study all this so one person can't just go, oh, I see this and it's worth 80000 You need to get multiple set of eyes on it and it will bring, I mean, it's brought millions to our firm. Wow. That's crazy. That's awesome. Um, okay. So back to Brain Trust Legal. You're... Okay. So we're having this event, the 24th, 25th, 26th. Um, you know what, Maria? You, you all are going to get a discount code because you're sponsoring it. I'll create it today. What do you want it to be? Law rank? Yes. Okay. In fact, I'm going to do it while I'm on here with you. It's going to be all cap and make it for $500 off. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you, Daryl. So, well, you know what? I just want to fill seats. I'm, my goal is not to make money on it. I don't want to lose money. I put a million <laughs> five up. But I want to help everybody. Um, so, we're going to do that. But the couple things we're going to run out of rooms because we only got 250 rooms there was some other event and so even though we got 30,000 square feet we wanted 500 rooms we only got 250 i don't know how many we have left but if they're going to go they need to grab a room now it's not the end of the world if they don't stay at the omni but you know you've been to these events where it's over you go out and you come back what do you do you go back to the bar and everybody's networking and then you start talking to other lawyers other vendors 
So I love being in the hotel where the event is happening. Oh, and it's a non-negotiable for me. Yeah, I think it's I think it's important. You go back each night. Listen, th this event's more for the sole practitioner or the small firm. I mean, yesterday I took a call. He signed up, and he's out of Portland, and he's just got three people. And he called me, and I spent about 30 minutes, and he was blown away. And I thought, wow, I'm just helping you. You can help someone else. But he's like, I don't know what to do here and there. And I thought, okay, you can come. You can hear lectures. You'll learn. But what you really need to do, all the vendors there, you can, they can help you, you know, and, and you need to network and you need to just hang out at the bar at night, even if you don't drink. You know, how many times have you gone down to these events and there's 50 people there and you walk around? You don't have to. I don't even drink most of the time. I didn't drink at your last conference. I was yeah, completely and, sober the whole time. But but you can network, and that's totally. where I think these attorneys, you know, some are going to need your service. Some are going to need even up. I mean, you know, that's what I mean. They need to come because the, the thing I realized doing this event, it brings everybody together. One vendor last year told me they got 36 clients. And I thought, man, you know, I felt good about myself because there's that many lawyers that needed help. So it, I don't know. I'm biased. Um I think there's a lot of events, but I think this will be good. And there's going to be some amazing. I mean, I'm sitting thinking, Andrew Finkelstein. I mean, Andrew was in 1994, he was paperless. I wouldn't even paperless until COVID hit. And I'm still not good at it. I mean, I'm sitting thinking, how was he in 94 when like internet wasn't what it is today? I, I'm just blown away. And then I look at like Darren Miller. I mean, that guy came out of nowhere. He's done over a billion dollars. Um, I'm having Jacqueline Bertel. And if you've never heard Jacqueline, she is amazing. I mean, from I, Bighorn, switched, right? she's from, yeah, Bighorn. I mean, we, she came to my place in Florida and she did this one presentation. And my brother Mark was there. And we literally said, oh my God, we're going to implement it like tomorrow. It, it was sick. It was so cool. There's so many people. But it's, it's just going to be, it, I don't know, I think it's going to be a great event. And I'm really blessed that, like Rob Levine, I don't know if you've heard Rob Levine, and Rob cusses a lot, I tease him. But Rob is probably the greatest teacher I've ever seen. He is a freak of knowledge. Um, I don't know, there's just going to be so many people there. And, and, you know, everybody wants to come. And it's funny because last year, everybody said, oh, you know, I had, I had, I had over 100 emails from attorneys that came and said it changed their lives. And I, I didn't expect that. So that's, you know, because my staff is like, why are we doing it again? I thought, because we changed people's lives. And that's why we're doing it. I'm excited. I've actually never been to Nashville. I'll be there. Uh, oh, it's gorgeous. I'm going to fly in the 24th. Well, then you're going to be at the first night, um, the country party or the big happy hour. Um, oh, so it's not on my birthday then. My birthday's the 23rd. I don't know why I thought it was. So it oh. starts the 24th. Yeah, it starts on oh, Thursday. I, at night. Yeah, well, if you're an attorney, all I'm asking is to get registered because I don't want to try to register 500 attorneys Thursday morning. But if we can get a lot of people registered and then I think, you know, like from 3 to 5 we'll register and then like from 5 to 7 or whatever we'll have a big happy hour. Um, I think Lee's going to play at the Country Music Hall, which is next door, um, where we're going to have it. And then... All day Thursday and all day Friday, we're going to go. And I don't know if you remember last year, because Haley came up with all these ideas. We didn't want people to leave. 
so they kept having like donut walls and they had massages and they had all this stuff for people and we'll feed you. Um, but we just want you to network and hang out with the vendors, hang out with other attorneys. And, you know, I think last year we had a love connection. Someone told me they got engaged. I thought it was so cool. Really? Yeah. Um, I, I sent an email. I should have saved it. Um, I don't know. And then we had a couple lawyers that formed a law firm there. I mean, they said, you know what? We decided when met, we had a lot of interest. Same city. And, you know, I think it's cool. That's so, really cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm super excited. I can't wait. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Daryl, for joining us again. Um, I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks for having me. So it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much to everything Daryl Isaacs shared with us today. If you found this story valuable, please share it with someone you want to see succeed and subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review. It goes a long way in helping others discover the show. Until next week. Mm-hmm.